What time is it? What time is it's it? 2 it's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. D's. All right, anyways. Welcome, 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 guys, to the Two Aqua Millennials Podcast. I am joined by my partner in argumentative banter, Hendrix. What up, though? Hello, and I am KC and the place to be. And that place is a 2 a.m. podcast each and every week. Bring you our awkward take on pop culture, life, love, and the millennial experience. What the fuck is up, y'all? What's going on? Happy Monday. Happy, yeah. No. Happy and Monday shouldn't be used at the same time. <laughs> Those two things do not coexist. Happy Thursday. Happy Friday. Happy Saturday. No happy Sunday because that means that Monday is the next fucking day. So Sunday and Monday are not happy motherfucking days. Happy whatever day you listen to this day. All right, um, yeah. It's a celebration, bitches. Yeah, that part. <laughs> Anyways, I hope y'all are doing well, trapping out the bando, living your best life, fucking a second, and doing whatever makes you sleep at night. Um, it's nothing but a G thing, baby. That's a new one. I uh, like that, though. You should keep that. Uh, I'm sure you would like it. <laughs> All the ratchetry and debauchery, I'm sure you thoroughly motherfucking enjoy. I'm just saying. The content queen. Thotting and bopping. I like I like that a little bit better. Thotting and bopping. Mm, fucking and sucking. <laughs> Thotting and bopping. Fucking and sucking. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I need something else besides fucking and sucking. It's kind of one sided. Uh, you niggas. Actually, niggas don't really be eating coochie, so I don't know. Licking and sticking. Fucking and sucking and licking and sticking. I know what you motherfuckers like. <laughs> I'm hip. Okay. I'm on y'all ass, motherfuckers. <laughs> well. Anywho, <laughs> what the fuck is up, Hendrix? What's going on? What's popping? What's cracking lacking? Not much, man. I'm just out here, you know, trying to brave this cold, cold, cold weather. Um, Dude, you're so fucking dramatic. It's like shout, 60 something degrees today. And it's going to be set back in the high 70s and high 80s this week. <laughs> so tell out, this nigga to wait, shut up. Wait, wait, wait. Shout out to all my niggas with iron deficiency. We out here. Shout out to all the skinny the- people that they just need to eat. And y'all will probably be better. It's literally, honestly, all the people that I know that are cold most of the time is like, listen, a melanin deficiency. Mm-hmm. Or. Wait, what does that have to do with anything? Because melanin, you know, black, you know how I say it's red state, it, you know, heat. Mm. Yeah, that's me, nigga. <laughs> Hot all the time and black as fuck. So I'm chilling. I don't know what y'all gonna do. Get your space heaters. I'll get your electric <laughs> blankets ready, but. Uh, <coughs> I'm doing quite swell, my damn self. Thank you very much. Mm, that's funny. So all the people I know to be called is skinny or light. Mm. Okay. And all those problems are hella fucking personal. I don't know. I didn't think of it like that, but I guess that makes sense. Well, except when we start talking about never mind. All right, well Excuse me. Anyways, <laughs> excuse me. We're gonna start the show. Hendrix, what's going on? <laughs> All right, a follow up story to last week's story about one Takashi 69. Um, the young man is now saying that upon his trial ending, he has no interest in going into witness protection. And I get that nigga. 30 hours to live. What was that song back in the day? I called bullshit 
Like, this just sounds like a setup. Because, I mean, I, I feel like we've made a lot of changes in, like, the the way things work. So, yeah, witness protection back in the day where you just moved to, like, Utah. And Face off. Started your own, you know, life, little Our life Kansas, there. Kansas, Maine. Yeah, some place, you know, you know insignificant places or bro. something like, you know, not to discourage anybody who lives in those places, mm, but it's not really sure. the popping place. So definitely not pop. Somewhere out of the way where nobody will find you. You go about your regular, you know, everyday life and shit well, like that. Your name. I feel like he could actually be in witness protection and still go about the type of um, I won't say the antics so much because niggas trying to shoot his fucking head off as soon as he get out. The and court. I don't think nobody will feel bad. So yeah, I mean, but I'm what I We're more sad. so what I mean is the fact that I believe that he can um actually you know like do things musically. Oh, I don't think so. And I think that nigga is about to die. Feel like soon. he's okay because. He said he doesn't have witness protection, but that doesn't mean he doesn't have witness protection because his whole elaborate scheme. Members don't. His whole elaborate scheme from the beginning is very uh protectiony, witness protectiony to begin with. So, yeah, I can see him. You know, not. I can see him saying that he doesn't want witness protection, but actually still being in the program and going about his life like usual. I can see that. I can't speak for this generation of young people that are trash. The people that listen to his music, pretty much probably uneducated or unloving themselves. <sighs> I can't speak on those particular people, but I will say that the older generation, you don't have to knock the rest of us off first. The <laughs> motherfuckers that like value, integrity, and like, you know, respect and morals and stuff like that. I don't see that man personally. And I could be wrong because, you know, a young great prophet, Hove, did say that the streets was done a long time ago. So he might very well be able to live. I don't know. But I can't. You can't tell on that many people say you're not going to witness protection program and live to tell the story. Um, I mean, I think the narrative around going around is that, you know, a lot of the the younger generation, you know, they don't really hold that in the same esteem that people from our generation do you that's know, what i'm we saying because the young generation they, don't, they like dye their hair and shit for fun and like <laughs> wear skinny jeans and like belt chains and shit like and niggas in our fucking generation was like hood niggas for real like yeah, that's yeah. On, it's just a different code it's a different code in which they live by but the niggas that are gonna murk this nigga aren't kids so and, like, I, I do feel some kind of way about it. I heard people saying, like, oh, like, you know, they joking about it on the internet. I feel like we joke about serious shit all the time. So I don't take that to heart. Because most, all, everybody who I see joking about it are like, yeah, this nigga trash. Like, da, 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 da. I don't really see nobody like, oh, yeah, fuck what y'all talking about. I'm not going to. I do see a couple uh, bitch ass niggas. Some of them ain't going to jail for nobody. But it's like, I, people that are really under, you realize how many people don't understand the laws. Because people were just like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to jail. I'm like, that's not how the law works. All right. If you get caught, you, you get, get caught. Yeah, you get caught. And your only thing you're doing is when you snitch, you're snitching to get a lesser sentence or a plea deal. Like, it's not like you're snitching because you didn't do nothing. Like, they can't take no random innocent person that didn't do anything and say, hey, snitch on your mans. 
Why, nigga? I don't get shit for not snitching because I didn't do shit. You have no case on me. So I guess you motherfuckers are stupid to him. Oh, he would have got 96 years if he would have sent him. Like, but that's because that nigga did crime. Like, <laughs> that's because he did some shit wrong. Him snitching is just trying to take up away from shit that he actually fucking did. And he's lessening his charges in exchange to ride on somebody else. That's what it is. So y'all got to know what the fuck it actually is when it comes to like the actual laws. I know a lot of you motherfuckers are stupid. I realize that <laughs> seeing that. Jesus Christ. Why would I tell them? Why would I? I would, I'm not going to save my own ass. But you did it. You did it, you bitch ass nigga. You did it. So just take your monkey ass to jail. If you cannot like read me what I said in that clip that was going around mm-hmm. from uh, State of the Culture. She got a lot of flight for that. Don't do the crime if you're not going to do the time. I think that's, I feel like I've been hearing that for motherfucking years and it sounds like common sense. You can't get into bed with some motherfucking thugs and walk into a lifestyle that you're not ready for. Take your ass home and go watch cartoons if you're not ready to play. Right, but that's why he has the uh, government plant label because it was uh, it, the way it panned out it was kind of on the level of okay like if you look at it in hindsight this nigga has been like a cop or you know what I'm saying a little fishy from the beginning like the way he moved the way he was so braggadocious the way he was so you know un he, he had no fear he moved around like he had no fear but when you actually look at it in a bubble, like he probably didn't because he was always protected. Yeah, by the game. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Like, not even the game. Like, he just knew he was untouchable because know. he was out there for a reason. I knew something was shiesty. I knew something was shiesty from the beginning when he first came up because he came out of motherfucking nowhere. And I'm like, first of all, this nigga is trash and you motherfuckers are sheep. I've been saying that on this platform and any other platform for a very motherfucking long time. Like, what the fuck is this trash that y'all <laughs> listening to? And I'm like, he be doing all this yapping off at the mouth. I don't like that. And I feel like anybody who has any kind of common sense, and I wasn't even really raised urbanly. Okay. But I was still raised by, like, some niggas. <laughs> So even though they didn't want that life for me, I still know what was what and what was what. I knew I didn't hang around that auntie or that cousin because of this, this, that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I knew shit like that. So it's just like, it's just regular ass shit because even though, like I said, I wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't really like that. I still grew up in the fucking city. Like, so you know by associate, just common fucking sense. You know by common fucking sense, like, that nigga talking way too much. Niggas that's really moving like that don't do all of that. I ain't never seen no nigga moving like that for real, doing all of that. So that's what I knew from jumping. I'm like, who is this clown ass nigga, bro? I mean, like, this nigga gonna get his head knocked off. He was protected by gangs and government, so he he felt like he could just do whatever the fuck. And he okay, to the do. government first of all is a gang. Anywhere it go, one of them motherfuckers gonna take that nigga out. That was KC. That was not Hendrix. I don't give a fuck. You already got your flag, your phone flag once today. Like, <laughs> you might want to chill out. Um, so yeah, um, yeah, I don't. I feel like this is the ultimate setup. He's actually gonna be in witness protection just in plain sight, and um, we, I mean, we we'll see how that shit turn out. It's gonna take. He's one good sniper rifle away from the end. I don't know if niggas really use sniper rifles though. They will. <laughs> 
<laughs> Give a nigga a reason to. Oh, that's funny. All right, so our second story, which had a lot of, uh, I wouldn't even call it backlash. Niggas should be talking about topics and shit that, you know, most normal people really don't give a fuck about. So it was announced this week that um, for next year's Super Bowl in Miami, that J-Lo and Shakira would be the Super Bowl halftime performers. And a lot of y'all lost y'all fucking minds. I don't know why. Like, those are two very safe artists to pick. Like, I understand we have the music that we have and we love and shit. And I even heard um, Uncle Luke have, uh, you know, he, he wasn't in agreement to that. Like, Uncle Luke is a Miami legend. Florida legend, really. And, you know, honestly, music legend. you can't put fucking Uncle Luke on the Super Bowl halftime show 2019. That is not a good business move. That is not a good uh, censorship move. None of that. So, yeah, while he is a legend, we at a certain point, we have to understand how things actually work. Like, the Super Bowl halftime show is not for us. It's never been for us. You know, we were so happy when, like, Beyonce did it and shit. Like, it still wasn't for us then. Beyonce is safe. I'm sorry to say that, but Beyonce is one of the safest artists in the fucking world. Well, you can't even say that because she did that shit about, you know, that very, I guess they would say, racially charged performance. Right, but it was safe racially charged. She wasn't out there like Chuck D in 91 talking about fight but the power don't want to hear that shit at all though they don't want to hear nothing about embracing black people but it's beyonce so they, they it's still it. she still got dragged from that you realize that i'm not saying that she's not safer than some artists but she still was doing that shit and they didn't even like that like but niggas act like they want megan the stallion at the super bowl halftime show like no it's not gonna happen i mean first of all they have to realize that this at the end of the day even though we're not as much of the majority anymore. We still upon a popping. Y'all having babies at a ridiculous rate. But um fucking ridiculous. They are still in power. And so they still have to appease to the majority of the audiences. And the majority of the audiences are gonna be more whitewashed. So they can't bring out motherfucking Megan the style and their fucking the baby to perform at motherfucking halftime. Like they gotta bring out shit that the white people listen to. Right, so like, y'all gonna be hearing motherfucking. I don't even know, nigga. Like, wasn't uh, son I think of a preacher man? Last year was like that. Justin Timberlake, wasn't wasn't that last year? Yeah, yeah, like that's safe. Like that, they're not pop going artists, to, right, pretty much exactly. white artists or pop artists. They're not going to put any of the shit that like you Shakira hear on Jennifer your radio Shakira station. And Jennifer Lopez is safe, safe as fuck. Yeah, because they're like whatever white adjacent. So within that, the backlash went to, of course, Jay Z. Like, so he he turned his black on a whole black community to have two white women performing the Super Bowl. Hispanic. They said white in this quote, so you can't. <laughs> I'm not going to misquote them. He turned his back on an entire black community, and. But see, even in that instance, like I, I really can't blame Jay Z in that instance. Like, what do you want him to do? Like, yeah, shit. Look, if I could get a Uncle Luke and the Three Live Crew, and it's a Super Bowl, y'all Rick better, y'all better Ross, go take that energy to the BT Awards. Trick nigga. Daddy and Trina as the halftime show. Me personally, I would love that. Like represent, but your the majority of the shit. audience is going to be Caucasian, old Caucasian wealthy people that don't listen. They probably won't, they would they would be hyping Beethoven was motherfucking playing at the motherfucking Super Bowl because that's probably shit they listen to. 
I'd be kind of hyped if Beethoven was get out. performing. I would. Get out. A dead nigga up there performing? They oh had holograms. <laughs> nigga. It's nothing. Nothing is off limits. You mean I can get Jimi Hendrix on here? Uh, sure. Yeah. I have all the motherfuckers. Him and Prince doing a fucking guitar solo. Look at the end. Don't give me no ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. Stevie still probably be alive by that time too. So yeah, have all three of my favorites. Be alive, do his own tribute. <laughs> have all of my favorites up there. But uh, yeah, I mean it's not Jay Z's fault. Like he was handcuffed from beginning. It's, it was more of a business deal than okay, let's get some of these urban artists on the Super Bowl halftime screen, like. White people what have been using black people as a pawn for a very long time. I'm not saying that's necessarily the position that Jay is in, but it's like visually, he really might not have no say so or no pool, but aesthetically, it looks good to the black community, especially after the Colin Kaepernick stuff, to align yourself with a very popular, well known, and well liked artist that is African American. That is not nothing new. They've yeah, been you doing shit have like that forever. You always have to have a scapegoat. Like, you always the, have to have somebody. Look at her new shiny black toy. Right, yeah. And she like know. him, and they don't understand cancel culture because this motherfuckers hate everybody that don't do, do some shit they don't like. <laughs> Except for themselves. It's like, you know, we're not racist. We, you know, we got Jay-Z. All you motherfuckers <laughs> racist. We oh, got oh, I got a black friend head ass. <laughs> Got Jay Z representing the Super Bowl halftime show. We're not yeah, like, racist. Get this nigga in here and help him tell tell the black people to calm the fuck down. He ain't, he ain't. We ain't listening to his ass either. I love Jay, but I'm just saying the rest of these ratchet ass motherfuckers, they can barely read a book or know the difference between a regular and a number two pencil. They definitely not gonna sit here and be like, oh, let's listen to what the fuck Jay Z saying. All they on their fucking public enemy fight the power ass motherfuckers. So they like, oh, would you align yourself with the white man? Get your ass on somewhere. <laughs> Uh, and lastly it's like sad world um the democratic party is making significant efforts in the impeachment of one donald trump um i know everybody is happy everybody is you know really really like ecstatic and cheerful and shit like that but understand that impeachment does not mean removal from office that nigga not getting impeached so just you know he's I see, not getting impeached i see a lot of and he gonna win the election because y'all motherfucking democrats can't get it together so stop get out of my head <laughs> i mean that's the same thing happened last year it's gonna happen i mean whatever that was last election and it's gonna happen again get ready for four more years of Don- donnie and hope that we don't die in the process or maybe it'd be easy to get through the four years dead i don't know but that's what it's gonna come down to so Hide your bitches, hide your husbands, hide your wives, nigga. All I can say, and this is not a, you know, we don't really discuss politics that much anymore. It's all downhill from here now. But if the Democratic Party does not get their top candidate situated and promoted before the end of this year, they're going to lose. They're going to lose anyway. They might not. If no, they definitely going to fucking lose. They the Republicans, not. racism is at an all-time high. Fucking conniving, skeechy-ass bullshit is at an all-time high. It's been a death of political correctness and morality and righteousness. Well, I don't know if morality was ever in the politics, but um, <laughs> it's the end of all of that political correctness and trying to at least save face and all that stuff like that. Our president tweets 
and goes off on temper tantrums and all type of shit. It is over. The normalcy that we knew in this country is over. We are a joke that is going to be our president for another four motherfucking years. And if we don't die in the process, hopefully we'll figure it out after that. Or we'll be supposed to pop the liberty at that point. So That nigga tweets like a scorned... Turn us into zombies at this point. Somebody bite that motherfucker because I'm just over it. That nigga tweets like a scorned baby mama on Twitter. That shit is ridiculous. That nigga be sitting on Twitter. <laughs> Mad um, also in this kind of scope um i know we didn't really share our thoughts earlier but um i did watch the chelsea handler documentary hello privilege is me chelsea that is one of the better documentaries i've seen in a minute um i like the way that she used both sides to kind of like get to that cohesive point of mm, white people will not recognize white privilege at all but honestly i'm not even gonna i'm gonna step out on a ledge here and say people in in general people in positions of privilege in general don't see their privilege yeah one of my favorite quotes is a young lady said she does not believe in white privilege but she does believe in black disprivilege and it made me think about it for a while but yeah no i'm still not rolling White privilege is a thing. And it's definitely a thing. You just acknowledge it. It happens. Uh, yeah, you got anything to say to add to Six Hour? Mm, nope. No more. You don't have no stories of people getting killed this week? You know, I listened to that little part a couple times last week, and I, I hate you still for that. What? Talking about the little boy. Um, I think they said, uh, to follow up on that, uh, the story of the young man getting stabbed at school, I think there have been... Um, I want to say nine arrests made in that case. So mm-hmm. that's that's very good. Like lock all them niggas up. I don't give a fuck if you and recording. If you recording, lock you up. If you standing in, you know, within the incident, lock. I'm like, if you were up. sitting there recording, not doing nothing at that point, now you're an accessory. Yeah. So. Yeah. Lock all them niggas up. You trash Sorry. ass motherfuckers, you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's it for Six Ad World. Moving right along. Summer Walker's album is coming out the 4th, this Friday coming up. Shit, I mean, I got to pay rent. All right. Yeah, I'm um, also, Cash Dial's album has been, been pushed, pushed back. back to the 18th, probably. Um, I have not gotten a chance to actually listen to the baby's album, Kirk. Um, from but from what I hear, the intro was a bamboozlement because the album is just the baby being the baby. So yeah, I mean he can spit. He got Scooby Doo beats and shit like that. But um, yeah, it says just pretty much a regular album. Uh, the Gangstar and J Cole song is still amazing. Um. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it for music. Summer Walker dropped a second single from her album called Stretch Stretch Your Mom. Her her song titles on this album is kind of nuts. Anyways, I like the song. <laughs> it's super catchy. She also dropped a video for it as well. And like I said, her album's coming out soon. I think that's it for uh, music. Mm, I'm obsessed with this new show. Well, it's not new. The show on YouTube, it's not really a YouTube show. It's a YouTube channel 
guy's name is Terrell. He does like song associations. I'm obsessed with it. He has singers come from everywhere. Famous singers, singers from singing shows, actress singers, all kind of shit. And so they um come on the show and they do a word association game where he lists a word and they have 10 seconds to think of a song and play um and sing it whatever and so that's my shit if you are into like hearing people with beautiful fucking voices sing then i would highly recommend his channel um as well it's a really good um i don't know it kind of puts me in a good mood or whatever um i know i've been talking about summer walker for a minute but i'm like super obsessed and ready patiently waiting for her album to come out um Going to her concert uh, this, what is it, the November? I think her um, concert, she's coming here in November. Yeah, because it's the day before Thanksgiving. So looking forward to that as well. I'm trying to see if there's anything else, music movies. I watched Superfly for the first time um, this weekend too, um, which was really good. It's In my opinion, it seems like um, Trevor Jackson doesn't necessarily get all the recognition he deserves. Like this man sings and acts and dances and all of this stuff like that. And I just feel like he flies under the radar, but Superfly was really good. I feel like he killed that role. It was very, um, I don't know, belly-ish. Did you watch the original? Oh, it was, that's a remake? Yeah. Oh no, I didn't watch that shit. <laughs> I didn't watch that shit. I see that the motherfucking original Catfish movie is on demand. I might have to watch that finally. Mm, I think I, I believe I watched that. I'm not exactly sure, but I believe I did watch that. Um, yeah, it's Catfish, man. Like, it's, that's where it all started at. And, that's, and you motherfuckers ruined a good time because I get asked about being a Catfish all the time. Well, I actually deleted all my day naps, but I used to. You know what? I really... <laughs> <laughs> and I deleted Messenger on Facebook too, so I'm sorry. I might add it again, but I kept getting too many messages from random people, so I just said deleted it. I've really, really been curious about Facebook dating. Like I really, I really had, I had added it. You did? Mm-hmm. How was it? Nothing happens. So. <laughs> it's not Tinder appealing. Okay. Oh yeah. shit! And I deleted all those. Actually, and that's why I was contradictory because I deleted all my apps and then. Uh, added that so yeah i mean it's tv time it's fall um so all the shows are coming back um i know i watched the good doctor this week that was amazing um i'm getting uh caught up on agents of shield for when that comes back on and uh it was something else i watched i forgot what the name of it was but i'm trying out tv shows if you have any suggestions for me i will be more into uh tv this fall and winter season so if you got anything that preferably funny but uh if you got anything let me know oh you like funny yeah i don't like you know i i still haven't watched this is us since the, I haven't watched This Is Us or A Million Little Things. I'm going to catch up maybe one day. I have watched A Million Little Things. But, I'm behind uh, on that. I've been watching a lot of iZombie, actually. I caught up on that. I watch iZombie, too. That's my shit. I didn't realize it had been so many motherfucking seasons. I had stopped watching after season two. Because I started watching season three when it came back on. Well, I don't watch it on TV. I watch it on Netflix. So I had started watching season three. And I'm like, I had played the first episode. And I guess it had been so long. I'm like, wait, I don't remember none of this shit. 
And so I just stopped watching it. <laughs> but I needed something to watch at work. And so I redownloaded it. Um, I think it's a show called Emergence that I'm going to start watching today. Um, I'm still watching the, I think it's the power. No, not the, not power. <laughs> Much? You're not watching power? No, I've never watched power. I like, uh, nice shows. Uh, it's called the family. Nice shows. The fuck does that mean? Power is horrible. I don't know. I, I watched like the first one or two seasons. Power has been horrible for the last four seasons and nobody wants to like let it go. Well, it's the last season, so I think they're letting it go. Yeah, I mean, they don't have no other choice, but just like uh, a show like Empire. Like, you watch the first season of Empire, maybe a couple of episodes in the season two of Empire. And you just left it alone. Like, I don't see how people watch bad shows well, for so long. Well, for my um, experience with both of those shows, I have a problem watching shit uh, that everybody else watch. Like, I don't like the fanfare and all that shit. So, like, I stopped watching Scandal. I stopped watching Power. I stopped watching Empire. Like, once a home people start watching, I'm just like, hmm, whatever. I'm good. I was watching a rerun of Scandal last night. And I had no fucking idea what was going on. Like, uh, the first lady was the president. And yeah, shit I like think that. I started watching after, like, season four, maybe. It's like, I have no idea. What, like, when did she become president? This nigga, activist and shit like that. Like, I have no idea like, what the on, fuck's going on. gladiators. Fuck y'all. <laughs> I think last time I was watching Columbus Short was still on there. So, oh, I let Jesus you know how long ago Christ. it was when I was watching it. They fired that nigga swiftly. They did. Thank I, God. What did he even do? Some stupid shit. I think he's like beating his wife or something. Yeah. Oh well, it's always one thing or another. Yeah. So that's it for TV and music. Yeah. All right. I don't think music. Um. Do you have a question? Yes, I have a question. Okay. Why are you a whore? That's not my question. You can answer. Oh, look at this door. Ask the question. All right. Okay, so I have a question. I seen it on Facebook, and so I just decided to ask it to you. It says, when a woman... Mm, sorry, that's not what it says. When a man voices his opinion, it's fine. But when a woman voices her opinion, she's defensive. Why is that? Why are men's opinions accepted, but women's are overstepping? Um, I mean, I think a lot of people still have that traditional elevated male-female dynamic. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's a pick-and-choose situation depending on you you talking to basically yeah i don't care if you want bitches to be in there barefoot and pregnant like you can ask all the questions you want i like being interviewed maybe ask me 18 million questions and i answer all of them yeah i don't care yeah like i i do find that especially as a woman that is a passionate and opinionated and that knows a lot of stuff about a lot of different things oh you smart that's not what I was saying, but thank you. <laughs> I find that even no matter how knowledgeable I am, or before I even start saying something, somebody tries to guess or assume or dismiss my opinion before even actually hearing me out. And um, I don't want to say it's rare because I think that's a stereotype that women are emotional and not and irrational. Because I think actually less with my emotions and more with my ration, rational mind. So that's that part so i kind of get offended with people like oh you're being like 
No, but you know, women are irrational. Like, I'm not. I always think about fact. Anytime you argue anything with me, I'm giving you statistical facts. I don't argue bullshit. I don't argue how I feel. Like, no, nigga, I read this and it says right here exactly what the fuck I'm saying. So you argue with me, motherfucking emotions and feelings, because I'm arguing with you, facts. So I find that my opinion does get dismissed. I think. Why do still people? Why do people still argue in 2019? Especially with me. I don't know. I'm just saying in general, like a lot Not of the me. I don't know the social media interaction. I see, like, why are you arguing with somebody? Oh, you I don't, don't argue with. I, I just, I just delete know. you. I delete them. Like, trust me, if you come in my mentions on some bullshit, I'm ignoring the fuck out of you. And one of my friends was saying that, like, um, why do you delete? Her? I don't. I don't delete people because I don't want everybody in my timeline to have the same opinion as me. I don't care. <laughs> I don't want idiots on my timeline, so I'm cool with that. I'm cool with deleting motherfuckers when they say something stupid. And that's what I do. I don't fight. I don't argue. I just swipe delete and then I block you. Mm. And that's just what it is going to be. Mm. Okay. Shout out, shout out to Lady Lex. So my question for you this week is Jeez. what, you know, what is your ultimate wine and dine meal that you would prepare for a male? That I would prepare for a male? Yeah. If you want to just, you know, like you almost there. But if you like, you throw some bomb ass food on them, like you in, like you all the way in. Oh, like, you asked me this at the wrong time in my life. <laughs> I just asked you a question. <laughs> I actually had no way to answer that question because I'm so blinded by what the implications behind it. I'm not cooking shit. <laughs> listen here, listen up, niggas. If it's ever between me and somebody else, choose them. If it's ever a conversation about, um, you know, this one is just, it's just something missing. No. No. Absolutely the fuck not. So what is your go-to meal? It ain't going to be no motherfucking go-to meal for me to try to convince you that I'm worthy of dating you. I'm no longer in the business of trying to entertain niggas or show them my worth. You can show me why the fuck you think that you're worthy to be around me. Now, let's repose the question. What is your wine and dine meal? Now, if somebody wants to buy me some crab legs and some lobster tails, then I am definitely wholeheartedly, oh, and some shrimp scampi, I will consider saving the number of my phone. This is exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm not about to try to please nobody for no shit. Now, the thing I will say, my most go-to meal in general is steak and potatoes. Potatoes. I always say but so you'll get over it. Anyways, um, steak and potatoes of some sort, baked potato, twice baked potato, mashed potato, some kind of fucking potatoes. That's usually what I make most of the time. That's my go-to meal. I just made some mashed potatoes, gravy, and some meatballs, and some string beans, and some corn muffins the other day. And I made a cob salad before that. I'm trying to, you know, brush up on my cooking skills. Oh, you you in the gym? Okay. You trying to, okay, it's almost fall. I see, I see. It's fall time. You trying to get that cuff, that nice little cuff, pumpkin patches and, you know, apple orchards. If somebody want to buy shit. me some Warren Donuts, they definitely can do that. No, I want to take, you know, niggas want to take you to get the I Warren I don't want to go. <laughs> I just want the donuts. Uh, that's a good question based on our topic this week. Hmm. That's <laughs> not. So you, you ready to go there? I'm not going anywhere. Nigga, what you <laughs> what the fuck you mean? I'm not going anywhere. Uh but you can introduce the topic. All right, I introduced the topic this week for let's argue. I'm not about to deal for any of uh Hendrix's fucking fucking shit today. Now, riddle me this. 
Yes. This week, we are going to talk all about submission. Yes, yes, yes. It's a trigger word, buzzword, highly, uh, I don't know, debated topic amongst men and women. Especially after Fantasia and her husband put out that very cringeworthy video. Yeah, so first, Fantasia went on a breakfast club. What happened first? The breakfast club interview happened first? Yes. Okay, so first she went on a breakfast club interview. This is a couple weeks ago. If you want to look at the interview or check it out, I am not a motherfucking reporter. Okay. Now, on a breakfast club interview, she was talking about women are alone because they will not submit to a man. They want to be too independent to uh, just think about any time you heard anything about women in the 50s. And that's what Fantasia was saying. She said, blindly follow your man like a sheep and do whatever he says. You have no opinions, no thoughts, and no goals. You know, back in the day, we had to have them sign up all shit for us and vote. You know? All that kind of shit. So, here we are. Mm. Uh, wait, what? Can I, can I just speak first? Yes, go ahead. <laughs> don't follow me. I don't know where the fuck I'm going. All right? We don't need two lost people. Just stay on, you know, stay on your track. Do what you do what you doing, nigga. Don't follow me, cause I do not have Google Maps at all. I'm dead. <laughs> no Google Maps at all. I don't know where I'm going. Um, but yes, anyways, like I said, blindly follow them and do whatever they say, and you know, be pretty much property like it was back in the day and all this like that. So she was saying like, oh, this is why women are single. This is, uh, you know, we think we're too bad, big, and bad, and we don't need no help, and we can't let a man lead, let a man lead, let a man lead. That's been the arching theme for a while now. Before Fantasia even touched on it, I've been seeing it a long time. Uh, people talk about it. Um, on the other end of the spectrum, say, I've also, um, wait, what? Actually, wait, no, back to Fantasia. Sorry. They heard her husband went on later after their breakfast club interview to release another video of him talking and her sitting there because she probably wasn't allowed to speak. And um, <laughs> she was, uh, <laughs> she just nodded in agreement, you know, what you're supposed to do as a lady. Exactly how you what it looked like. How you keep a man <laughs> shutting the fuck up. <laughs> um, he sat there and talked about all the reasons and exactly, I guess, giving clear uh, clarification to her statements and stuff like that. Now, some of the stuff that he did say, I did agree with for the most part. Um, like he was saying, you know, it's the type of man you submit to and you have to be, you can't have to be going somewhere to lead somebody, you know, like that's like that. Those things I do agree with for the most part. Um, but some of the other shit, yeah, I'm gonna head off. <laughs> But uh, so the question we are presenting today, this week, we're just discussing submission. What does it mean? What does it entail? Is it necessary? And Hendrix, what's good? It's not necessary. Um, me personally, I would love for a woman to have her own mind and speak her own mind whenever she felt like it. Like I'm not in the business. That's why the niggas that listen to the show don't like you because they don't they don't want the women they date to speak their own mind. Like I'm not mind. in the business of oppression. Like I'm you're not a slave. Like you have a voice, speak up, you have you you know what I'm saying? You you can do things. Now, you know what I'm saying? There's I guess there would be certain instances where you know what I'm saying, if you want the man to play a lead role in your life, that's cool. But I 
I don't feel like you should ever put the cards, all the cards in anybody's hands. Like you are solely in control of your life. You make your decisions financially, you know, spiritually, however the fuck you want to word it. You can do whatever the fuck you want to. And you deciding to put all of that into somebody else's hands is very scary, very tricky. Because one day the nigga might just say, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. I'm tired of taking care of your ass. Get the fuck on. And now you don't have shit. Well, you can't say that because Fantasia is definitely listening to a nigga that's telling her what to do with her money. And at the end of the day. Right. But he got control of the money. So exactly. if he just want to take all the money and say, all right, peace. I'm actually about to go buy me a new bitch with this money. And you right. can do whatever the fuck you want to do. Now you just looking there. stupid and shit. And now you got your, you know what I'm saying, this nigga being head honcho on, all over the internet. I a certain level of trust. Let me disclaimer all of this shit. A lot of the shit I'm saying on some bullshit shit and giggle shit because I do understand the concept and the ideology of submission. But I will say a lot of people have it in their mind like, they think about the 50s. If you really, literally, really think about it, just like we think about with, like, discrepancies with racism and all our shit and inequality, women did not have a lot of rights initially. Even still, we make less than men. So we didn't have, we couldn't vote. And also, we couldn't even go and open up an account unless our husband signed off on it. This is, this is how, this is the ways, this is our shit not even a long time ago this is not too far-fetched history for us in our struggle to gain equality amongst the genders so even if you think back in the day like i'm 29 no kids are not married but that is extremely uncommon because you're not submissive not so much now but in the past that would have definitely been crazy because you gotta think about it Women were literally raised by their parents, living with their parents until they dated somebody, got went steady, got in relationship with them, got engaged, got married, and moved in with their husband. You literally went from being a child to property. That's it. That's why you can fucking families, when you think about back in, the, in other countries and other civilizations where it was like, all right, I'm going to give you these three cows for your daughter. Property. A bargaining chip. That is what we were. You know what I'm saying? We talking about the very beginning of it where it was like, yes, you are the lesser of the genders. Right. You are just following. Oh, sorry. I can't watch that test. <laughs> I mean, I think the biggest issue is um, the difference between letting a man lead and complete and total submission to where you have no voice and i think that's what a lot of people feel like when they hear that word submission like okay i'm pretty much second in command what i think what i feel has no fucking you know merit in this situation i'm just here abiding by this person and i don't look at it that extremely but i will say that the fact that a lot of women feel like they need that like like that's husband material like you know what i'm saying like i need a nigga that's gonna put me in my place i never understood that shit yeah no because i i can get you know wanting to have somebody who's willing to be the bad guy and explain to you when you know explain when you're wrong and why you're wrong and you know what i'm saying let's figure this shit out but not like you know 
you in fucking time out and shit like that. Like, no, that that shit has never. <laughs> I've never rocked with that shit. Like, yeah, I can t- I can critique you. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not just about to be your disciplinarian. That's no. Yeah, I mean, people have to learn between control and love. I do think I don't even think, and I don't think that line is even thin. I don't think that those things are even close. If someone is trying to control you, that is completely different than submission. Now, I will say somebody just like guiding you and like leading you. Yes. But like I said, the part that I did agree with her husband saying is like the quality of men there's a lot of things I found, a lot of issue I found wrong with what Fantasia had to say in her initial interview with the Breakfast Club is that everything that she was saying was suggesting that women aren't valuable unless they have a man. That all the women out here are looking for a man or to acquire men. And that is a ridiculous logic and rhetoric to have. And it's just damaging in general. Because that's why men feel like they can do whatever the fuck they want to. It's like we need them and we outnumber them. So they feel like they can do whatever the fuck you want to. We're not all checking for y'all. <laughs> first of all, first the fuck of all. So it's just simple things like that. In the grand scheme of things, do I think so? I will say that um, I think submission is possible. Yeah. But I do think that we have to. I think, first of all, I think you submit to each other. I don't, I don't, because I think that, for instance, your husband could be the breadwinner. He could be the one who, even if you both work or if you don't work, he could be the breadwinner. But you could be the person that's really good at balancing the money. So he can make all the money and put it into the account and you pay the bills and everything like that because you're the good one at finances. You know what I'm saying? Or he could be, you know what I'm saying, he could be good with all the money stuff. But, you know, okay, so you compromise and make dinner a certain amount of times a week or um, you do most of the child rearing or stuff like that. I think that that setup, that arrangement, all of those things are different um, for everybody. Mm-hmm. So for what work, what works for one couple might not work for another. Um, and I think a lot of that has changed because men are no longer the breadwinners in a lot of ways. I think, me personally, right, if you are completely taking care of everything and I don't have to do and not that raising children isn't a job because it is a job and they'll never get off right right. I understand that but even if your husband's making all the money he's paying all the bills and you are raising y'all one or two kids and you are a stay at home mom is required to do nothing but cook and clean and bear children like back in the day I think it's a little bit more palpable to be like okay yes you're leading any major decisions I have to make, I'm consulting with you. Um, you know what I'm saying? I'm taking your advice on things. I'm hearing you out. But that doesn't mean blind following, but it's still like your opinion matters a lot. It weighs. Yeah, it got to be some kind of inclusion. But in if, <laughs> but that makes sense. Back in the day, when that was the, the state of a, a family, where there was stay-at-home moms. But now... A nigga want to tell you what to do, where to be, cl- want you to cook, want you to clean. Let me borrow your car. Nigga, we both just got off work. 
That's what, that's what I think changes. <laughs> I need that whip, though. That's what changes. Yeah, I'm not dating nobody on the car. That's what changes the trajectory of a relationship because you have to accommodate for those things. Like, it's so many men that feel like submission is... You, I need a woman to shut the fuck up, cook me, cook for me, clean for me, and fuck me. Silly. Wake up every time the kid cries so I can't, I don't have to get up. And all of those things. Whereas he's required to do nothing but work and make money. Yeah. That was normal. It could be normal when the women didn't work too, but that's the thing. Men haven't changed. They still view that as submission. So... You want me to do all of those things, even though I work just as much as you do. I contribute just as much as you do. And you still want me to do all the chowder, all the cooking, all the cleaning. And fuck you, senseless. Yeah, That's like I said, me me personally, I don't need a submissive woman. Don't want a submissive woman. Like, it's cool if, you know what I'm saying, you want me to take more of a, a leadership role where I'm the... I guess the decision maker, like we both consult and we make decisions, whatever. And you look at me like, okay, well, whatever you feel like is best is cool. Like, yeah, that's okay. But I need you to have a say. So I don't need you to just be like an accessory. No, if that's the case. I, I go to the fucking dog and ask him questions. And she's like, hey, what you think about this? Should I get this? Should I wear this? You know what I'm saying? I need somebody with their own mind, their own, you know, values their own input somebody i can work with i don't want a fucking puppet no i'm fine with that i don't need anybody submissive i don't need anybody who feels like i should be the end all be all and shit like that i'm good and i and i think that what people fail to realize is that to submit comes a several so a certain level of trust as well and trust is earned so why would i blindly follow you and submit to you and I know that you shitty with money. Or right. when I blindly listen to you and Robert, you know what I'm saying? Like you have to prove yourself that you're good at these things. I feel like, you know, regardless, you're going to be okay. Is it when you have a partnership with somebody and you feel certain and like being able to let go a little bit and just be like, you know what? I'm not just me no more. I got backup. And that's why I think most women say that. And I agree too, because I'm a very dominant, independent woman. But if I was in a position where I was able to actually like let back and chill and be submissive, then I would gladly do so. But it has to be presented in a way that I feel comfortable doing that. Okay, do you ever think you'll get to a point where you feel comfortable being submissive? Yeah, I don't, it's not me, it's the person. I don't mind it. Okay. Because at the end of that's how I was raised. I was raised in a traditional household where my mom stayed at home, my dad worked. It doesn't bother me. You know what I'm saying? And it comes to being on the same page. It was never nothing where I could say something to my mom or my mom would say something to me and my, I would say something to my dad and he would disagree with her. All right. They were a unified front. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. That's where people get that confused. I don't even look at that as submission. That's just, okay, you out here getting it. I take care of the kids. And when we have an issue, we talk about it and we resolve it. That's a that's a relationship. That's a marriage. That's a partnership. That's trust. Like that's not submission, to me. That's just how life well, works. Nigga, I don't know. <laughs> that's just like that's just how life works. Now, if your dad was coming home every night, like where the fuck is the food at? Oh no no no! The food. He ate dinner every day before he went to work and had breakfast every morning. You know we did. <laughs> that was the kids from Everybody Hates Curse. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, I'm not saying it in a bad way, but it was just like, okay, this nigga is the one reason we even have food. So he got to eat. Y'all right. motherfuckers just sit here and eat all day. So yeah, y'all figure that. it out. I some days, my mom was sick too. So well, some days, what's for dinner? Whatever you find in the fucking house. Right, but you make sure that the nigga just... But we knew it was something in the house to eat. We was, we was hungry, nigga. We was all fat. We wasn't hungry. <laughs> Fuck out of here. I'm done. Right. We was beyond welfare. You hear me? So... <laughs> it's like, it was good. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm done. That's, that's it. That's... <laughs> It's not gonna get no better than that. Let's, let's go ahead and wrap this up. All right, listen. So, what's y'all thoughts about? Yeah, what's y'all thoughts about submission? I need to know. I need a different perspective. Maybe let me know. Cause I always thought about that. Like, if I did meet a man with like a, a ridiculous amount of money and I could afford to not work anymore, I still feel like I would need my shit in like a weekly allowance or a monthly allowance. Where I won't have to ask you, like, oh, babe, really need some tampons. Like, I don't want to do that. Like, I need you to be like, you know, you know, we need tissue for the bathroom, babe. Hey, babe, please. I don't want to do that. Yeah, we just need, we really need, like, I definitions want. of what submission is. Because I feel like. I'm about to look up the dictionary definition. The, the terminology that was expressed a while ago doesn't really fit the narrative for the 2019 2020 mindset like yeah the action or fact of accepting or yielding to a superior force or to the will or authority of another person like yeah nobody's doing that nobody nobody's doing that male female whatever like nobody's fucking doing that in this day and age and i feel like that's something that people are not even you know that's not even on a lot of people's radar now like i'll give you a different a different perspective it says submission is the key ingredient to a successful relationship anyways <laughs> what the key ingredient to uh, that's okay. what it say all right um Yes. I I mean if you hey you like it I love it I guess but yeah no that's a no for me. Wow. I hate when it's some shit where it's like they give you the definition but you open it up it's a whole bunch of other shit. I didn't ask for this nigga. I asked for the same definition I seen when I googled it. Damn. Somebody want to read all of this shit again? This is some bullshit right here. All right here we go. It says submission to put it in layman terms means simply that we both know that what we both what that what we both truly submit to is not us, the man or the woman, but the very love that is conveyed by us. The fuck does that mean? You can submit to authentic love. All right. That's what you're supposed to do. Look. And there's some religious shit in here too, but. Look, you can love me all you want to. Do not submit to me. I'm not that type of person. When two people are authentically submitting to one another, in no way does it mean problems cease to occur even faster. But what does happen is both partners lose one simple, profound thing. What? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's funny. All right. Huh. So, wh- what are you guys' definitions? Yeah. 
Yeah, How do you feel? Have you ever been in a situation where you submitted, or have you ever been in a situation where somebody wanted you to submit? Let us know. I'm pretty sure I have been, but I'm I have a very dominant personality, so it would take a hell of a person for me to be like, "Oh yes, I feel like a sheep today." <laughs> bah, all right, all right. Bah, relax. You're gonna ruffle some feathers. Bah, yeah. So let us know. It's just, um, it's earned. Don't blindly follow anyone. But anyways, if you have anything to add to this topic, feel free to do so by hitting us up in our email. That email is ask2ampodcast at gmail.com. The number two. Send any questions, comments, or concerns about anything we discuss on the show, as well as the topic. We'll be sure to get back to you or address it aloud. Next episode. Hendrix, what's next? Um, You got anything on your gears? Yes, everybody. Okay. All right, no, not really. Um, The weather, though. I'm over it. I okay, want it to be Andrews. cooler. I'm oh, I'm the opposite of you. I'm ready for the fucking weather to decide. Um, these sixty degree days followed by eighty five, 90 degree days is not what the fuck is up. Don't let me put on a hoodie and have to take it off. God damn it! I'm tired of this shit. My body is old. And I didn't know that until the weather started fucking with me. Like, Man, it was raining for like two shit. days straight. My knee was locking. I'm like, wow, this is it. It's, I smell it in my ear. Yes. Oh, and the one thing I'm about to ask my grandma gears. Fucking Jordan 11s are comfortable as fuck. No, I wore my J's for like the second time. And them bitches just was uncomfortable. Like, who made these shoes? But I Googled it and I realized it wasn't just me. So that means that you niggas stand in line for hours to buy shoes that hurt. I guess bitches wear heels. Never mind. Never mind. Sorry. All right. I'm, I'm, not, even go, I'm not even going on you niggas because it's illogical. We wear heels for fun. So I guess never mind. Well, the whole thing about Jordans that's hilarious to me has always been hilarious to me is they were built for a nigga with flat feet. Michael Jordan had flat feet. They were customized for him. Y'all niggas, ooh, hey, you know. Uh, they need some art support in the motherfuckers. But my Playing on the basketball court and these Jordans. Like, nigga, they not for that. Nigga, they for him to do that. But, yeah, no. It's funny. You won't catch me in a pair. Yeah. Let me just know. And my outfit was cute, though. But them shoes was uncomfortable. Hmm. But moving right along. Hendrix, anything grinding your gears? Me. All right. Well, yeah, I'm going to add you to mine, too. Same. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> I have one of them weeks where, you know, sometimes you get on your own nerves with your own bullshit. So the latter half of this week, I just kind of got on my fucking nerves. And I cut myself out. Cussed myself out. And As you should. We got, you know, we're getting our shit together now. So, yeah, that's about it. Everything, you know what I'm saying? A lot of times... You get to a certain point where other people can't affect you, but you end up affecting yourself more than anything. And yeah, I just went through one of those episodes and I got my shit together. So, well, getting my shit together. So, we're just moving forward. Glad to hear it, Kendrick. That's all that. That's it. That's it. So, where can the people reach you? All right, guys. If you want to reach me, you can do so at. Um, I'm about to give out the show shit again. If you want to reach me, you can do so at K underscore in real life. That's K-A-Y underscore I-N-R-E-E-L-L-I-F-E on Instagram and on Twitter. And if you want to catch me on Facebook, you can do so by hitting me at Casey Kyle. That is K-A-Y-C-E-E-C-O-L-L. She still got me blocked, y'all. I know You're y'all not blocked. Ass. I am blocked. I just deleted you. 
Same difference. It's literally not the same. It's the same difference. They're completely different. Anyway, it's if you want to reach the show, you can do so. As uh, uh, no, that's right. That's all right. Yeah. Okay. Let me get the email again. If you want to reach the show, you can do so. Our email as two am podcast <laughs> at gmail.com The number two again. That is our email. And if you want to reach the show on social media platforms, you can do so at the two am podcast. That is on Instagram, Facebook, and on Twitter. Yes, and if you're searching for us in any of your DSPs, it is not the 2 a.m. podcast in your DSP DSPs. It is actually Two Awkward, awkward millennials. millennials. So I know we still have a lot of confusion on that. If you're looking for us, it's Two Awkward Millennials on uh, Spotify, Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud. It is Two Awkward Millennials. Yeah. If you want to reach me on all social media platforms, you can do so by going to Please. at Noli Hendrix. That is N O E L L Y H E N D R I X. That is Noli Hendrix on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All right, that's enough about you. All right, guys. <laughs> it seems as if that's going to wrap it up for this week. So, Hendrix. Hendrix. Yeah. Do you have any last words? Yes, as always, millennials, remember what? They're not always hating on you. Sometimes they're provoking your insecurities. Hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, you motherfuckers. Everybody's not a hater, guys. Some of these niggas is haters. All right, though. They some some of these motherfuckers is haters. But that's gonna wrap it up for this week, guys. We'll be sure to catch you one of these weeks coming up. Uh, we see you guys in about two weeks. Yeah, yeah. all right. We got the next. We got you. All right. Okay, bye. Peace.